The Forum on Workplace Inclusion podcast is sponsored by U.S. Bank. Embracing what makes us unique creates more possibilities for all. Learn more at usbank.com diversity. U.S. Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. You're listening to the Forum on Workplace Inclusion podcast. Registration to the Forum on Workplace Inclusion's 33rd annual conference is now open. Visit our website for more information or to join our email list at forumworkplaceinclusion.org. The Forum on Workplace Inclusion Annual Conference is the U.S.'s largest workplace diversity, equity, and inclusion conference. Help us bring our vision to life where all people in all workplaces have equitable access to everything they need to feel valued and thrive. We hope to see you there. We get to engage people, advance ideas, and ignite change because of the generous support from our community. If you find our resources meaningful or valuable, please consider supporting the forum today. Visit forumworkplaceinclusion.org slash donate. That's forumworkplaceinclusion.org slash donate. Thank you very much for your support and generosity. With that, I'd like to say thank you to all our listeners and subscribers. You help support the growth of the podcast and reach new listeners. If you like what you're hearing on the Forum Podcast, please consider writing a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you've already written a review, thank you. Please consider sharing our podcast with a friend, family member, or a colleague you think might find value in the content. Word of mouth is the best way the Forum grows, so thank you very much for listening and sharing. Thanks again, and enjoy the show. Hello, and thank you for joining us for today's special edition podcast, The December Dilemma Continued, with Leslie Funk and Cameron Smith of the Tanaman Center for Interreligious Understanding. I'm Ben Rue, Program Associate here at the Forum on Workplace Inclusion. This podcast is a follow-up conversation to our October webinar, The December Dilemma, Religion, Resilience, and Mental Health During the Holiday Season, which highlighted the intersectional nature of religion as a facet of workplace diversity, equity, and inclusion by analyzing the specific intersection between religion, mental health, and resilience during the winter holiday season. Leslie Funk is a senior workplace program associate at the New York-based Tannenbaum Center for Interreligious Understanding. In this role, she supports clients in the corporate member program and provides trainings on topics around religion in the workplace. She earned a JD from from Hamlin University School of Law, as well as a Bachelor of Arts in Intercultural Communications from the University of Connecticut. Throughout it all, Leslie has remained an avid traveler and a portraiture artist. Cameron Smith, currently serves as, se- as a senior workplace program associate at the New York-based Hannah and Bob Center for Interreligious Understanding as well. In his role, he assists multinational corporations, nonprofits, and government entities address religion and belief as a facet of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Cameron received his BA in political science with a Middle East studies concentration from Drew University. He received his MS in Global Affairs with a peace-building concentration from NYU's Center for Global Affairs. Cameron's studies continue to inform his professional focus on the intersections of religion, culture, and conflict. So, Leslie, Cameron, thank you both so much for being here. Um, Let's just hop right in with our first question. Can you provide an overview of what the December Dilemma is and what you discussed in the presentation for those who weren't able to attend the webinar? Sure, yeah, we'd be happy to. Thanks so much, Ben, for having us back for uh, this podcast. Our pleasure. (laughs) Great, Um, so I can start off and then Cameron, if you wanna uh, 
jump in, keep me honest with, with what I'm sharing. Um, so, so what we spoke about um, last week already now was we discussed the December dilemma, first of all, and what that is, just to be clear, is a period of time during the year that does not include just the month of December, but it includes the time period of winter holidays that Tannenbaum uh, talks about as starting from uh uh, Diwali, which can be October, November time period, and going through Lunar New Year, which is January, February. So it's a period of months around December and, and around the time that we traditionally think of winter holidays, but beyond just uh, Christmas, Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa. Thank you so much for clarifying that. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And it's a time of year definitely where people come to us with a lot of questions. So we wanted to focus on a particular component of that, um, the issues around religion, resilience, and mental health. This is more important this year than ever. <laughs> to say yeah, the very just a few least. things going on. <laughs> yeah, a few things. Yeah, and, and that December dilemma period, um, it's really when that sort of mad dash for inclusion and representation sort of happens. And then of course you have the questions about, you know, how are we gonna strike the right balance? And then of course, you know, in many instances, there are also those pitfalls. Um, so really we're trying to help our clients and help people that are interested in this topic uh, sort of move through it seamlessly. Yeah, and acknowledge that there are things beyond just the celebratory aspects. So acknowledging the stress and often the stress that's outside of the workplace or outside of the work from home workplace as it is for many of us this year and how that can then Im uh, impact uh, productivity, uh, state of mind, so many different different parts of, of the work that we're all doing across industries. Thanks for that uh, recap. And what, okay, what are current trends and practices for how companies develop holidays slash time off schedules during this time of year? Sure, so something, I don't know if it's necessarily a trend, but it's something that uh, people should be doing. And I think it's certainly catching on uh, is just sort of referencing um, multicultural and interfaith calendars. We don't actually have one at Tannenbaum of our own just because we feel like there are already um, quite a few uh, resources out there that do a great job of um, providing the relative information, highlighting all of the different holidays and days of significance that already exist. Um, so just for reference, those are the Anti-Defamation League's calendar of observances. The Harvard Divinity School's multi-faith calendar is also great. Um, and NCCJ, uh, they also have another calendar. So those three in combination, um, that's sort of, uh, we think at Tannenbaum strike the right note of, you know, relative information and also user friendliness. Definitely. And, and one of the, the elements that may sound obvious, but that we think is worth saying uh, is to stress the importance of asking clients and colleagues respectfully about what holidays or what days of significance might be relevant for them rather than assuming that we know or assuming that they're observing or uh, practicing any particular holidays. And this might, this might feel taboo to do, but we know that every person celebrates or observes or acknowledges different days of significance, different holidays in their own different ways. So we feel like it's the most inclusive way in reality to, um, to address this diversity of practice and inclusion. Um, and furthermore, we have some resources on our website because of course we can't not plug some Tannenbaum resources, uh, the work that we have done <laughs> around creating what we call holiday fact sheets. 
and on tannenbaum.org within our resources section are workplace resources and all of the fact sheets that we currently have are listed there and there it's not an exhaustive list but it's a number of holidays that um, we find are commonly celebrated or there are questions about how the what the history is of the holiday what the holiday is itself let alone how it may impact workplaces now is this the same fact sheet you shared to go along with the webinar that's one of the fact sheets that we have. So that fact sheet is the December Dilemma um, fact sheet, and it's specific to this time of year, but because holidays fall throughout the year, Ben, um, <laughs> we want to acknowledge all of those different holidays as well. Well, thanks for sharing about that fact sheet, and you can find that, where can they find that fact sheet again? They can go to tenenbaum.org and then look at our workplace resources page. Um, so it's more than just a holiday fact sheets on that page. Lots of good stuff to check out. Thanks for that. And also thank you, Leslie, for that um, intro to my next question. How can holidays be seen as opportunities throughout the year, not just during this time period? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you are. <laughs> um, so... That, so that, that's really kind of the, the big thing, even though we're focused specifically on the December dilemma, or we were when we were, we were giving our presentation recently, holidays can and do fall throughout the year. And it's actually an opportunity sometimes, and, and we acknowledge it can feel like a challenge. How do you stay on top of all of the holidays that exist? And we're not saying that that's what you need to do, that every single day acknowledge each holiday that, that exists. But what we are saying is that by acknowledging holidays throughout the year in various ways, whether that's sharing the Tannenbaum fact sheets um, and, and whether that's from the chief diversity officer or from uh, an ERG that might be appropriately connected to, to different events or, or different communities. Um, there are different ways to do it, different ways to acknowledge these holidays. And ideally it would take some of the pressure off of getting it right, so to speak, at the one time of year when many companies, many people often do think about religion and religious diversity showing up in the workplace around this December dilemma time of year. Cameron, anything you wanted to add there? No, um, I mean, I think that was really great. Um, I think the one that when you look at the schedule, um, or I'm sorry, the calendar, not the schedule, um, they kind of they kind of help you in the way that the schedule for the holidays fall. So we have the spring holiday season, for example. You have you know Passover and Easter and Nauru's, and sometimes depending on the year, um, Ramadan. So these things are these holidays rather are just kind of close to each other to begin with. So why not take advantage of that and make sure that um, you're, you're providing educational opportunities and opportunities for representation. Definitely. And, and even while we're working from home, everything might seem somewhat turned on its head. And in many ways it is. But at the same time, um, holidays are still happening. And even if they don't have the same level of celebration or the same type of um, joy in many cases that, that many of us will often associate with holidays, uh, there are still opportunities to acknowledge them. It might be a nice way to, to keep some consistency when we're all looking for some familiar, familiarity throughout this uh, special year. Thanks for that. And I do want to point out or just acknowledge like our brethren who aren't fortunate enough to be able to be working from home, um, people who are in retail, who are in service or who are in you know, essential jobs um, who, you know, it's still the holidays for them. And it's probably going to, 
feel, um, I know I've just seen Target already putting up Christmas stuff. <laughs> um, so just want to, for all our listeners out there, to, for those who aren't working from home, we haven't, we haven't forgotten about you um, and still ta- uh, taking you into consideration in this time period as well. Um, just want to give, give a shout out um, to those who are, are essential workers and thank you. Um, but I want, I want to ask, um, how do you recommend ERGs work with corporate leadership to bring concepts like this that we just discussed to light more broadly? Yeah, so, um, you know, as we recognize, of course, you know, ERGs, they serve formal business functions and they are a resource to the company. Um, and really with uh, the ERG itself, it's really an opportunity um, to have people um, you know, who are affected by these issues, who want to celebrate, who want to share their um, their cultures, their traditions, their religious faiths, um, to have a vehicle to do that. Um, and not to, to backtrack, but adding one more additional shout out to yours, Ben, um, something that came up in the Q&A session um, after our presentation um, was a question about um, including people of no faith, um, which is something that we always talk about in our consulting work, but um, I did want to make sure that we had a formal opportunity to recognize that um, when we talk about these issues, it is um, in regards to people of all faiths and none. Um, and just because we're talking about religious holidays, it doesn't mean that people um, who might not identify as religious, they might be atheist, agnostic, um, nothing in particular, or no re- uh, formal religious affiliation. That doesn't mean you know that they uh, don't celebrate, that they don't have family commitments, that um, they aren't experiencing the same um, highs and lows of the holiday season as people that identify as religious are. I mean, one, yeah, great. I was going to say one could argue that they're possibly experiencing a lot. I don't want to say worse, but it's going to be an even more stressful time if you don't identify with any of these religions and you're having, you know, them constantly pushed at you during this time period. Um, You know, at least the major ones um, being pushed on you during this time period. Yeah, I think it can be a, a struggle, especially because we we recognize there are different um, different regional norms, let alone uh, country norms around what some major religions might be or what the the makeup religious affiliation wise might be in different areas. We know that where we're based in in and around New York City looks very different than where you're based, Ben, in Minneapolis, yeah, and yeah. so. <laughs> So it, it just some differences like that that might seem small when looking uh, kind of broad view can really impact people's day to day and what their comfort level is around colleagues or uh, around their communities as well. And that's a great point because a lot of the corporations that we do work with um, are multinational and working around the world. Um, so, you know, of course, we have the December dilemma time period that we're referencing here, which is really kind of um, U.S. centric, I suppose, um, but don't forget, you know, with the Lunar New Year, for example, like, you know, people like entire uh, cities shut down. You know, um, is your company working in India, for example? We have clients that have really large presences in India and um, have to navigate a whole set of holidays and traditions that they might not be familiar with if they're um, working at somewhere like New York or Minneapolis. Yeah, exactly places like China, Chinese New Year as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that also highlights the the difference um, or the 
the possibilities of holidays beyond religion as well. So there might be different um, national holidays or uh, cultural holidays that come up. I think even, even things like Pride Month um, in the US is in June, but in the UK, I think it's in November. And I'm not sure why there are those distinct, those differences. It, I could imagine it would be easier for multinational corporations to have it during the same time. I'm sure there are unique histories there, um, but considering how that might be acknowledged, that might be an opportunity back to your question, Ben, about um, how ERGs can work with corporate leadership to bring these, these topics um, or, or bring light to these topics more broadly. There might be some intersectionality around that. If, if it is a UK-based company or a company there and, and there is pride to acknowledge and that's going on throughout November, then um, with an upcoming Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, um, or maybe Diwali falls during the same time period, what an opportunity to celebrate intersectionality and, and cross-cultural allyship as well. Um, along that lines, like we, we've, we've done quite a few w webinars about ERGs um, and their importance in like getting in the workplace, but what do you think is the role of corporate leadership when it comes to getting these concepts involved in the workplace? I think it's very important because it is one thing to start from the ground up and grassroots level, perhaps with folks who aren't in those C-suite leadership positions. And that's not something to be ignored or, or not to be acknowledged as being a powerful force within companies. But we really highlight the importance of uh, ERGs, for example, having executive sponsors and having that support. So it's not just that's you know, it's not just saying like, yes, we agree the ERG should exist, for example, but it's also saying it exists and here's the person who is actively visibly supporting it. And I think that can speak volumes. Thank you two so much for coming back and for continuing this conversation and answering some of those questions we weren't able to get to. And for just this wonderful podcast that's ever so timely as we head into the holiday season. I also wanna thank all our listeners for um, joining us today. I hope you found this podcast very helpful. Um, if you'd like to continue the conversation, you can reach Leslie and Cameron at, I, at either lfunk at tannenbaum.org and or csmith at tannenbaum.org or you could visit their website, tannenbaum.org. If you can find more forum podcasts at our website, forumworkplaceinclusion.org forward slash podcast, you can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and Stitcher. Thank you again for listening. Have a great day. Thank you again for listening to the Forum and Workplace Inclusion podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to get updates and the latest episodes. Also, tell us what you think by reviewing our podcast. We'd love to hear your feedback. For more information, visit us at forumworkplaceinclusion.org or search Workplace Forum on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Thank you very much and have a great day. The Forum on Workplace Inclusion podcast is recorded at Augsburg University in Minneapolis, Minnesota. One of the most diverse private colleges in the Midwest, Augsburg University offers more than 50 undergraduate majors and nine graduate degrees to 3,400 students of diverse backgrounds at its campus in the vibrant center of the Twin Cities and nearby Rochester, Minnesota location. Augsburg educates students to be informed citizens, thoughtful stewards, critical thinkers, and responsible leaders. And Augsburg education is defined by excellence in the liberal arts and professional studies, guided by the faith and values of the Lutheran Church, and shaped by its urban and global settings. Learn more at augsburg.edu.